So even as I was going through experience, I stayed centered on God and the movement of loving. And that's why even chanting the names, even in inner experience, is a good thing to do because those names will bring us the power of the word, the power of the name, those words that we give power to. So if we give power to those names, they bring us into the loving because that's what their essence is. So as we look to the loving and chant and speak words of loving, that, that brings us into that river of loving, that brings us along this journey of, of life. Through all the details. One of the greatest things that I have learned on this pathway through all these years and believe me, I'm a person who has gone to a lot of different psychics looking for answers in books and from other people. Tell me what to do with my life. How is this supposed to work? Not just physically, but even mentally, emotionally. How do I deal with this problem and that? I've had some great help along the way. But I've also began to get distracted by, again, looking outside of myself. So what I have found is that I keep coming inside and going to God within, to the loving, that I began to discover that truly life is not about getting answers out here. But life is about fulfilling the soul by waking up fully to the loving. And I found that it is that loving that brings the soul through all the experiences. And in all the experiences, the answers just come forward. They just come forward because that's part of the experience. If it's a mental answer, an emotional one, or a physical one. But it comes from the flow of loving without even having to go outside of the loving to seek the answer, to find it. But literally, all I had to do was go into the loving and then allow the loving to bring me through the experience. And here's the other big part. Not only did it answer and fulfill things for me, but then when I was done, it was the loving who brought me out of the experience and now into what's next without me having to do it. In truth, all I was doing was going along for the ride. But believe me, it takes a bit of effort to stay centered and focused. That's why we call it doing the inner work. It takes a bit of work and effort to stay that centered and focused on the loving and allowing the loving to unfold us. So that's really the work. It's just the loving. And then staying centered and focused on it long enough to allow the loving to truly unfold us and not allowing herself to become distracted or caught up in the other elements of the world. And that, I know, is how the soul is fulfilled. Become free of its karmas and also to return into the realms of spirit back into its oneness with God. is simply through that action of loving, that path of loving, that river of loving. This path of sound and light is what that is. And that's what takes place. And it's fulfilled through that. So be aware. These are some more 
of the details to pay attention to. And as we do that, it just unfolds. And it keeps unfolding. We can experience what seems like quite miraculous things at times. But then when we really live in that loving more and more, we begin to become aware that truly, this is just what loving is. This is what loving does. It's ordinary. It's natural. It can seem like miracles at times, but it's just the natural unfolding of loving in the soul's journey. I can keep going even, but. <laughs> okay. There's, I'm going to share one last thing, and then I'll let Jim talk. <laughs> There's just a lot there today. The other important part of this journey, and I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that there's three integral aspects to this path to sun and light. And those three, three things are meditation, initiation, and the spiritual teacher. And those three things work together. In truth, they're all one flow, one action. But here, of course, it appears as different actions, but they all work together. Because in those three together is how this path to sun and light unfolds in its truest form, in essence, through all the different realms of creation, even into the physical. How do we even know about this pathway unless there is a teacher in the world teaching it, sharing it, expressing it, putting it out there so that we even become aware? Did you even know this existed until somebody told you about it? Did you even know any of this stuff? Hear about it? You may have heard different things, that's the first step, but then when you come and have your own experience, then it's a whole other level. So we have a teacher who shares what that is to bring to our awareness, to inspire us, to stir us awake to the possibility, to the truth, that living, loving essence. Then we have the initiation. The initiation is where the teacher shares with the disciple those sacred names of God those names that as we're given and hold them inside, how do we hold them inside? Well, that action is what we call now the meditation. So the initiation, the teacher sharing those names, and then the meditation now, we're also, we need a teacher to teach us how to do the meditation, how to work with those names we've been given. And so it's holding those names inside as sacred, chanting them, building that power, so that we begin this greater journey of which I've been speaking of to this point. So it's those three things together that are important. And in truth, there's one more, and that, of course, is you, the soul. Because this is all about you, the soul. This is about you, the soul's journey of awakening, to come to that greater knowing, to come into the greater living, loving essence of who you are. And so... These are three important components about you and you coming into that greater beingness that you are. But in this world of appearances, of individuality, separation, we have to work within that. Spirit honors this creation. Spirit works with the principles and the laws of time and space, not against it, 
So even in this pathway of oneness, that in these worlds we work in honoring of these physical time and space, matter and energy laws and principles. So we have the appearances of being apart from one another in that way. And so it's important to understand these three components in this way. Now those three work together in the greater flow of oneness, in this river of loving. Because in truth, the spiritual teacher is that river of loving. It is God's loving working through what appears as a vehicle or a body or a consciousness or a personality or an ego. So I'm going to stop for a moment. I don't know if I just went off course or what because I just got flushed and pretty warm. Or if I'm right on track because I really want you guys to know the greater truth of how this pathway works. It's always been taught in the East and in a sense I've been avoiding it here in the West, but really it is needed to have a teacher to really for the soul to wake up. And I've avoided stating and claiming doing this myself because I didn't want it to sound like an ego statement. And I also didn't want what I know comes with it because people attack out of the egos and the reactions. And so I've avoided that. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm starting to acknowledge and share what the truth is of how this works and what I know. And I do know it is not the personality. And you'll hear myself and Jim over and over say what the truth is, the true spiritual teacher, the living word that is God's loving, the radiant form. What it does use is personality as a vehicle to share in this world. And I know that, and I hope that's what I'm conveying. Because I know I'm doing that as well. It's anchoring it more in the world, and there's just things that the world does with it that sometimes I don't like to deal with. But at the same time, I won't trade it. Because the more I know that I acknowledge and live this myself and share it and share the initiation and those sacred names. I've seen it enough on the inner levels and I've heard it now enough out here from all of you who've been doing this. The experiences you've been having, your own awakening, the greater loving that you're becoming more and more aware of. I've seen and heard enough now that I cannot avoid it any longer. I know it's up to each of us to do the meditation, to receive the sacred names given in initiation, but I also know the truth of how the Holy Spirit works through the spiritual teacher 
to awaken the soul, to bring the soul along its journey. And why Jim and I share, even in meditation, to look for the radiant form. We often talk about the purple light and the blue, the gold and the white. Those are all frequencies and aspects of that radiant form. But the one we don't talk about a lot is the radiant form that God will use of even ourselves, where it looks just like myself or Jim, where spirit uses our face, our bodies, even in spirit. Some of you have had the experiences of seeing us in the dream state or in meditation or out-of-body experiences, and you know that. Jim and I have been very clear that that really is the Holy Spirit simply using our form to assist you on your journey of return. So that I'm clear with, and I understand, and I know that truth. And I'm also understanding in my own personal journey of sharing this pathway and being a spiritual teacher that I have my own personal process of learning and growing into greater freedom. And I know that as I do that, such as sharing right now, moving through whatever that was inside of myself, that it opens the door in greater ways within me to even share this pathway in maybe more profound ways that can support you. So that's why I love to share. You know that as I do that, it anchors it within me and here in the world for those that are seeking and truly want to come to know. Not as an ego statement, but truly what loving is in its purest form, in its greatest essence. And that's what I'm here to share. I guess I needed this today. So I thank you for assisting me in continuing to expand personally as well as support you. So there's more I was going to say about that. But I think I'm going to let Jim share if he has anything. I'll just put it out there. I was going to share some more of the actions of the teacher and how that sometimes looks, not only in this world, but even in the realms of spirit. Go ahead. Just feeling kind of that place of vulnerability right now. You know, it's it's pretty interesting. Back in um, 1999, when um, I was stepping in to the soul realm for myself and my own awakening, and what I want to share now is part of how I know the the action and form of the spiritual teacher. Because as many of you know, or all of you know here, that Jim is that spiritual teacher for me and continues to be. 
that you may have heard me in the past speak that at the top of every realm, there appears that essence of God that looks like the sun or in some shape or form a brilliant light, most often like the sun, like we see in our physical sky. But also that sun can have a face, a beingness. In truth, it's God's beingness. As God has placed itself in and through all the different realms of creation. But one of the greatest joys is when you get to go through that sun that's at the very top of the etheric realm and the doorway into the soul realm because that's the doorway to the soul. And it was that experience when I went through that sun that it was Jim's face I used to call him soul face for a while. Because in truth, the radiant form of the spiritual teacher in their oneness with God is one and the same. And so the teacher that initiates us, that God is bringing us back home with and through that teacher and their true essence, their true beingness, is one and the same with God. So God will use the form of that teacher so that we know the journey we're walking. We know who and what we're working with and dealing with. And so that day that I got to step into the soul realm, I knew where I was going just by the essence. But then when I saw Jim's face and his big, huge, brilliant like sun, and as I was flying and approaching him, I was saying, I'm coming into you. And I flew right on in. And I found myself truly in paradise, as we know as the home of the soul, the soul realm. And from that point on, I've known that greater truth and what truly the teacher is in spirit. I'm going to share another one as well, but also as well as physically. Many of you have heard me share before that one of the ways physically I know the spiritual teacher to be is like a doorway into this world by which spirit can move in and through this physical realm to stir the soul awake where we find ourselves in these bodies and physical consciousness. And I saw that in a class right here, just like this. One time when Jim was sharing and I literally saw spirit overlay his physical body and a door opened and a ray of white light came out of Jim and into me. And I knew what that was. That's what initiation is. That's that river of loving right into the physical world through a physical body to another, but spiritually. Because that's where the soul is in this world, is in a physical body. That's why we need a physical teacher for that spiritual essence to come into. That's what the initiation is. And those sacred names are empowered with that spirit that is shared. And it's that same thing in this world, in all the worlds. It's that essence of God's loving, that river of loving. It is the same right here and all the way up. And so we just keep riding the river 
Keep looking for the radiant form and just surrender, completely surrender. Let go of everything. I believe in the East they call it surrendering to the Master. Giving everything to the Master. It's really giving yourself. Let go of everything else. But you give it all to God. And then the day you really come into the soul realm and you come to know that for yourself, you'll see the teacher is one and the same, even as God in the soul realm, Asat Purush, the face of God. So later on, after going through Jim's face and spirit and going into the soul realm, we also had the experience of seeing God face to face. I have several times. But that first way, I always remember. Because even in that, it's called the many faces of the beloved, or the many faces of God. And those many faces are those spiritual teachers who have merged and become one with God. And it's through those faces that God works with the soul to bring the soul home into its essence of who it is. So we'll literally see the face of God, but also know the face of the teacher is one and the same because it is that essence of God working through that form that is assisting us on this journey. I'm saying this because I know many of you know that, but also it's important to know the way it works so that you understand and you allow that greater depth to open within you so that you can come to that place of trust and vulnerability to truly let go and know that you're going to be okay and actually way more than okay because when you really let go and surrender to the loving and allow the true spiritual teacher, the radiant form of the Holy Spirit, to lift you. It does unfold. And I'm sharing these things because I want you to know the things to look for, to watch for, and that as you see them or experiencing them, you just let go and allow it to happen. Because you can resist. You can hold back. You can simply look away, and you'll start to go to wherever you're looking. So if you look the Holy Spirit, if you look to the face, the radiant form, it will take you to what it is in truth. Okay. <laughs> the one thing I know is that as a spiritual teacher we truly are here to serve the soul but more than that we're here to serve the loving we're here as servants to share just to share we're not here to direct and guide and tell you and make you we're here to share 
And all we really truly can share is loving. We do it through our words. We do it through our actions. We do it by just living. And then it's up to you to catch that which is shared in that movement of loving and to begin to follow it, begin to move with it, begin to let it stir you and awaken you. And sometimes that stirring and awakening is wonderful and invigorating. And, oh, my God, I want more. And other times that stirring is painful. It's agonizing. It makes you want to push it away. But it's just loving. And the loving is going to do with you whatever it needs to do to bring you more into the fullness of the truth of who you are as a loving being. And if there are things inside of you that is separating you from the knowing of that truth in you, it is going to do what it can to stir you awake into the truth. And to do that, it must also make you aware of those things that you have avoided, that you don't want to look at, that blocks you from living in the loving, and awakening to the truth of who you truly are. So be aware, this loving can have many different dynamics as it begins to stir in us. And even later on down the path of this divine walk, as the loving begins to increase and carry us higher and higher up, we may still feel and be aware of those things down in the world beneath us that we still have attachment to, that we still long for. And that loving is still going to stir us awake to that so that we do not let get anything get in the way of our movement back into oneness with God. But the amazing thing about it all is, is in truth, nothing ever separated us. Nothing ever caused us to fall. Nothing ever in attachment into this world could hold us here because we're not here. We are in soul. We are in soul right now. We live and dwell as spiritual beings. But the key is, you're not holding your focus there long enough to really wake up into knowing that. And you have looked down, like Brian said earlier in his experience. He was holding his focus at the spiritual eye center. He was holding it inward and then upward towards God. And that movement carried him into that river of loving, up, 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 into the greater divine flow, into the oneness where that loving and all things resides, where you and God are one. But then he looked down for a moment, got distracted, and off he went towards what he was looking at and away from where he had been holding his focus and loving. And that's what all souls that are caught up in this world have done. The soul in itself is still looking inward and upward toward God. And it does that in the soul realm. It is aware of itself as soul. And it is looking to God. Right now, each and every soul that exists on this planet is doing just that in its own way in the soul realm. 
but another part of its consciousness has gotten distracted. And it's kind of looked off to one side or another, and it has gotten caught up in other elements, other actions, other colors, other whatever that drew it down into it, in consciousness. But the soul knows its divinity, and the soul knows its source, and the soul knows the journey. But it knows it in the soul realm, not in the physical. And the teacher comes down here to remind you, to remind you of who you really are and where you truly live, who the true essence is that gives this body life and consciousness, and to help you to begin to find ways by which to live into that more every moment of every day. So be aware. Be aware. We are all one in this journey. We're all one in this quest. And this world is here as a great opportunity a great opportunity of experience for the soul. That's what it came down here to have, is experience. So go, experience it fully. Enjoy it, love it, honor it. But ever keep your mind, your awareness, your focus, your attention, whatever that might be for you, focused also on God. Put God first. Even as you go into the world to participate Put God first in all things. And then you can invite God into your experience here as God invites you into the experience in the realms of spirit. And it's all one. There is no separation. There is no separation from God when you're driving down the road. God and you are one. And when you're seated in meditation and you're focused inside and you truly get into that divine flow of loving and you begin to go into that and follow it and focus in to that presence of God and go into that, you are one in God. There is no difference. So be aware, as a spiritual teacher, we come to share just to share loving, to share it in action, in words, just in beingness, that you might begin to catch inside yourself the truth of that loving for you, that is you, that you begin to stir, that you begin to awaken, that you begin to choose into and live into that truth of the loving that is you, the soul letting go of all those other elements. Not letting go and dropping them or pushing them away and denying them, but letting go of them in the sense of making them more important than who you truly are. We need the mind. We need the emotions. We need this body in order to have experience here. So don't push them away. Don't make them wrong. Honor them. Love them. Respect them. But acknowledge the truth of who you are. And the only way you're going to do that is to awaken into that. 
And the easiest way to do that is through meditation. And what is meditation? It's withdrawing your focus, your awareness, your attention for a moment from this world and awakening to the truth in the next, in the world of spirit, in the realms of spirit, and knowing the truth, and then being able to come back down here and participate much more fully than ever before, creatively, actively, lovingly, joyfully. And I'll share one more thing. As a spiritual teacher, we know you, we know you in soul, we see you there, we honor you there, we love you there, and when we see you here, that's who we see, you the soul. And we also, in that, are aware of your pain, aware of your separation within yourself, aware of whatever that is, that is causing you disturbance, causing you distraction, causing you separation from you, the truth of yourself as soul, and from God. We're aware of it, but it's not for us to come out and point it out to you and say, oh, by the way, and what are you doing, and why don't you look over here and stop doing that? That's not our purpose. That is for you to love and honor inside yourself and awaken into and grow into and let that be part of your journey. We're here to do one thing, and that is to give you initiation and support you in the action that initiation is, meditation. And then let everything else unfold naturally, and it unfolds naturally. It's gradually and naturally. And that's the beauty of this path. The true teacher is God. The true teacher is the Holy Spirit. The true teacher is the sound current. The true teacher is loving. The true teacher is your soul. Because your soul is all of that. Your, your soul came out of God through the movement of the sound current in the action of the Holy Spirit as an expression of loving. And it is through that same movement that your soul returns home to God. And we're just here to assist in whatever way we can in that journey. So relax into it. Don't struggle with it. Don't make it a big issue. Don't try to figure where you are in the journey. Just be in the journey. Enjoy the journey. Walk the journey. Love the journey. Live the journey. And if the journey today isn't such a great part, of the journey, just be aware, you're going to turn the page. Maybe you might want to read a little bit faster today to get to the bottom and to turn the page to find out what's next. But don't do that. Live each word. Live each moment. Live each experience. Stay present and do, because that's where the experience is now. That's where the lesson is now. 
That's where the opportunity for growth and opening is now. Don't avoid pain. Don't avoid sorrow. Don't avoid separation. Don't avoid anything. Move into your fear. Move into your anger. Move into your separation. And love it all. Honor it all. Fulfill it all. Do it 100%. And then you'll find there's no difference. It's all the same. And it's just a part of experiential movement of consciousness through these lower realms that the soul is having to fulfill what God gave it to fulfill. Be joyful. Be joyful in the midst of whatever. Be joyful. And sometimes it's not that easy. We know that. We understand that ourselves. But be joyful anyway. Because in doing that, you're inviting God in. Just by letting yourself call that forward, your joy, your loving, you're calling God into whatever that is that is disturbing you, that is attracting you away from. And God will participate with you in the fulfillment of whatever that is to get you back on course, if you will, again. But in truth, you've never gotten off course. You've just looked away. The soul is ever moving toward God. The soul is ever caught up in that flow of the living, loving river. And yet, we may not always be aware of it because of where we are distracted. So relax. Let go. Just be in this moment. And go with it. And as much as you can, keep reminding yourself to look up. Look up, look up to God first. Look up to the loving. Live into the loving. Move with the loving. And let everything else just unfold. What fun. All right.